Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Presented by T-Mobile the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first year, uh, you go 12-4, and four, you win a division, you get to the playoffs, and it's new for a lot of people on that team. And, and then last year, the way it, it felt when you weren't in it, and now this year to be back in it. So, you know, to, to be able to, to have a chance to be in the tournament, um, in that dance for two out of the three years, um, is is what these guys have worked for. And, and again, you know, um, do we want to have a better year? Absolutely. Do we want to win a division? Absolutely. We'd love to do that every single year and have a bye. But we don't. But, but you know, every year is different. And these guys found a way to get to it. And, and now, you know, now you go through this whole week of practice and now we're going to have an opportunity to see what we're made of on Sunday. You all know the sound of Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy's voice by now. That was him earlier this week talking about the opportunity today, uh, the feeling of the team as far as getting in the way they did and uh, finding a way to now move past it and prepare. So, uh, guys, we're going to be with Mark Grody in probably about 5-10 minutes. We are waiting for the final announcement of actives and inactives. They are due 90 minutes before kickoff, so that technically is not until 2.10. We should have that uh, for everybody in a few minutes. Um, You know, we've talked so much about the Saints offense because it is so scary, Uh, and yet the Saints defense uh, has been interesting. They, They are very highly ranked but they haven't always played as high as their rankings. They, they are tough to run on, and yet the Bears had a pretty good day running on them week eight before they had really uh, you know, revamped the offensive line and changed some of the run game scheme. They came up just short, well, actually, for as a team, but just over 100 yards, averaged 4.1 a pop. David Montgomery had 21 carries for 89 yards. They're obviously running the football much better now. As we said at the top of the show, Pat, they will be without Trey Hendrickson, which is huge because he's been their best pass rusher. But the flip side of it is when you think about what Jermon was talking about, Jermon Bushrod, we visited with him, where are they now, about how really dominant Cameron Jordan can be. Um, and he's going to be on the left side most of the time. They'll probably have Marcus Davenport over on their right side against uh, uh, Charles Leno. Uh, and so Jermaine Effetti, who has now moved out to tackle and, and has been more effective for the Bears with his run blocking, um, his pass protection not quite as solid, That that's going to be a huge part of the challenge for the Bears' offense. Yeah, it's just that that defense is pretty darn good too, and they're they're opportunistic. The back end as well, uh, you know, will take some chances, which could maybe help the Bears out. But they have a lot of takeaways. They they're doing a great job with that. So, 
Uh, this defense is going to be a big, a big, a big challenge. And it's like I said earlier, they flipped their numbers. They, you know, they, they were not as good the first five weeks, and now they're a pretty good, darn good defense. And the biggest thing too is their, their takeaways. They, they get the ball back, and they get it to Drew Brees and that offense, and let them do their things. But it's, it's, it's a big test for this, this offense today. They just, they, they're going to have to play, like I said, a perfect game. And it's unfortunate to say that, but that's just where they are talent-wise against this team. And they're going to have to execute. They can't have penalties. They can't turn the ball over. Um, and, and for them. For them to get the win, they're just going to have to do that, and, and they're going to have to somehow, you know, figure out a way to keep Mitch Trubisky upright. But they've been doing a good job of that of late. Of late. And like you said, without Hendrickson, uh, that's a big help there. But um, Cam Jordan is is pretty tough on the opposite side. Yeah, and you know they go against uh, what ended up being the number four defense in the NFL this year, right, Hub? And uh, they haven't performed well with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback against top-rated defenses. And you know, interestingly enough, Foles is. You know, five out of his seven starts were against playoff teams. Uh, Mitch, only two of them out of his nine. And, you know, two of those two were the Packers games, which didn't end up very well. But uh, they're going to have to run the ball well today. Uh, the defense, you know, it, it's interesting to me because the game plan you have for them and Mitch Trubisky at, with Mitch Trubisky at quarterback is the safe game plan, right, Pat? To run the ball, yeah. uh, protect mm-hmm. Mitch, don't make him throw the ball over all over, or you'll probably end up with an interception. Well, with the way the defense is playing, you could end up in a shootout today. And with all these guys on the field, and the one thing about New Orleans, the last time they were here, Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, and I think Marquez Callaway, their other receiver, was also hurt and didn't play very much. So they didn't have a lot of guys on the field. They have all these guys back today. Uh, the Bears defense is going to have to play really, uh, really well. And we just keep coming back to that pass rush, but um, that front, you know, the one thing that I want to ask you about, Hub, uh, you know, I know you're up there at Hallis Hall. Uh, any talk about how ready Bobby Massey is? I wonder if Cam Jordan starts taking it to a Fetty. Will we see Bobby Massey today? You know, I, I, I didn't see a roster move to bring him back off injured reserve, so I, I don't think that's a possibility. Oh, okay. uh, I can't, don't quote me on that, though. I, I, I may have missed it earlier in the week. Um, but I know when asked about him, and we've been asking uh, Matt Nagy and Juan Castillo when we talk to him about it regularly, they've said he's been making progress, but at no point have they said that, yeah, he's ready to go. Um, so I think that, that would be a pretty big surprise uh, if he was able to go. And, and it would be promising. You know, kind of like, uh, like a Fetty, his strong suit is also his run blocking, but he is more solid, I think, in pass protection than a Fetty is. He, he also needs help at times. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, he, you know, they're, they're going to have to figure out a way to give Mitch time. And, and, and this comes back to what we were talking about before, Olin. It, it, Pat and I were saying this is another reason that I really want to see Mitch not thinking run first. You can't play quarterback mm-hmm. in the NFL and think run first. But, but hopefully he is not going to be hesitant and he's going to have to read the field quick. And, and you know, if they don't uh, – uh, if they get the pressure on him, then, then I'd like to see him use his legs because that's probably the best way to slow down that pass rush. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think he had, you have an example uh, right there in Buffalo, what Allen does with his legs and when he throws the ball all over the place. And uh, their OC uh, yesterday even used him a bunch of times on quarterback draw, spread the field out. And just for Mitch to be a dangerous quarterback in the NFL, he has to make that a part of his game. He has to start using his athleticism, using his size, and, and put. he's going to have to put his body in harm's way, especially if today turns into a shootout, which it very well could with the way the Bears' defense is playing. 
And if it's as obvious to us, and we're talking about this, I'm hoping the coaches are talking this, <laughs> talking to them this way during this week, because you know, you, you go back and you watch that Eagles tape, like we said earlier about Jalen Hurts and how he hurt the uh, the New Orleans Saints defense. You got to beat him on the edge, and hopefully he pulls it and gets some runs there. But you know, he's going to have to use his legs, Hub. And you're right, it's that that's going to be the key to it. And just hopefully he can stay healthy and upright uh, after taking some of those hits. And I'm just again hoping the coaches are are pushing that as well, because that's got to be a key to this game plan to beat this defense. Just four seconds into the fourth quarter, and uh, the Tennessee Titans just had a game-tying drive stall at the goal line, third and goal. They were able, uh, the, the Ravens were able to stop them. Uh, the uh, Titans convert a chip shot field goal. That game now 17-13, just as I said, four seconds into the fourth quarter. So still plenty of football to play. Four games so far, every one of them highly competitive, and that certainly is what you hope for uh, from the Chicago Bears in New Orleans today. Guys, special teams. Uh, Pat, talked to, to mm-hmm. Tabes, uh, Chris Tabor on Thursday. Uh, one of the other things you can talk about, the um, uh, <laughs> the Saints getting healthy. They've been without Harris, their, their kick returner, punt and kick returner, one of the better ones in the league. He is supposed to be back today as well after missing five games and be healthy. I think the Bears... Um, probably still have a slight edge in the return game because of Cordero Patterson. They probably have an edge over almost anybody. Um, but uh, the, the Saints, with a couple of veteran kickers, uh, you know, Morse the punter, um, you know, they play pretty good special teams. I'm not sure. Is there an edge here one way or the other that you see? This is this is their biggest battle. And, Olin, you talked about it. I think you watched the tape last time they played. Um, so I'll start with this. Darren Rizzi is their special teams coordinator, and he's one that I think – uh, very highly of. He's a guy that um, I knew going against him, he would always have a very good game plan. Uh, he is a guy that has his his guys play really hard. I mean, there, there's some units that, you know, you watch the Packers, they're not they're not great, and part of it is effort. Um, but Darren Rizzi is a great schemer, and he also gets the guys playing very, very hard, and he has some weapons. That Deontay Harris is special. I think he had a 30-something yard punt return last time uh, they played the Bears, so he's always a threat to take it uh, to the house, either it's kick returner or a punt returner. And then the other one is Taysom Hill. You know, obviously he's a he's their their little gadget on offense at quarterback and wildcat quarterback and all that stuff. But he is excellent um, in the return game, especially in the punt rush. And Olin, you, you brought up a Ryan Nall's game last last time they played. I think you put on the tape and watched how difficult it was to block Taysom Hill, and he mm-hmm. uses him as his his Swiss Army knife, where wherever he sees the weakness in the punt team, he's going to put Taysom Hill and he's going to be his penetrator and try to block kicks that way. But um, they are very good. I don't know if there is an edge either way. This to me would go 50-50 because of Cordero Patterson and then Darren Rizzi and his scheme and some of the stuff they do. So this is this is going to be a good battle. And I, I talked about it last week. That's another uh, time that you know I think the Bears could use the special teams to gain an extra possession, maybe run some sort of fake, uh, get, a, get a turnover like they did last week against the Packers. So this is this is a big matchup. It is, man. And, and like you're saying, Pat, that, that return was big last night, a 30-plus return by Harris because mm-hmm. they tied the game up after that, right? And it was uh, 13-13, and, and they put them in position. Obviously, the defense held, and, and they still kicked the field goal. But uh, special teams is going to be really big today. I mean, uh, if, if you design a way the Bears can win today, you're, you're thinking about some kind of pick six from the defense like the Rams had yesterday right, and you're thinking about special teams either score or set up a score, and even then you can see Drew Brees with the ball in his hands at the end of the game 
and then our pass rush has to show up. So uh, that's that's the kind of breaks uh, the Chicago Bears are going to need today. I mean, it's not impossible, uh, nope. but every unit's going to have to play uh, really, really good. Well, and Cairo Santos is the hottest kicker in the NFL right now, and certainly you guys had stretches where Robbie uh, was the same way. What what did that do for you as an offense, knowing that uh, if you, if you could get inside the forty, inside the thirty-five, that there were points that it was almost money in the bank? Yeah, it just really pissed you off when everybody kept talking about the kicker kicking the field goal. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it means you weren't I very love good. The special teams. You weren't talk. very good awesome. in the red zone, Pat. You know, we right. were, man, we weren't very oh, I gotcha. good. I we, gotcha. Man, we weren't very good in the red zone. Uh, yeah. And then, the, you know, the kicker was getting all this credit. That's why Robbie became so popular in Chicago because <laughs> we couldn't put the damn ball in the end zone. But, no, uh, Cairo Santos had, had a great year. Uh, you know, uh, unless I miss my guess here, Pat, today, uh, I think they're going to need touchdowns. I think you're yeah. going to see them go for it on fourth down a bunch like they did last week. I think they ended up five for six, uh, just knowing that they needed touchdowns against Aaron Rodgers because, uh, like we keep talking about, the, the thing that we all have to clear our mind from is the fact that uh, we maybe do have the offense. We've been wanting all this time uh, with our defense, but we don't have that defense anymore. Guys, the uh, inactives are now available. We're going to have Mark Rohde in just a moment, but the news that I, I expected, but I guess we didn't want to hear, Jalen Johnson will be out again as well. Uh, the three guys that you were, I think, the most concerned about, uh, all starters, uh, uh, Roquan Smith, uh, uh, certainly Darnell Mooney we've talked about, and now Jalen Johnson, uh, all three will be out. And, and so hopefully... Uh, Kendall Vildor, um, you know, they've activated Marquis Christian, a safety. Uh, Duke Shelley, uh, we know, is going to see a lot of time at the nickel. I think we may see a little bit more of Dion Bush if he is active. i got to check with Mark um, in, in that nickel spot. So uh, this is a challenge. I mean, if the Bears are going to get this done, uh, they're going to have to do it without three of their starters. And as we go to Mark Rohde, I just saw something that you almost never see. Uh, Justin Tucker arguably the best kicker in the NFL, just went wide right by about three inches. So this continues to be a 17-13 game between the Ravens and the Titans. Ravens on top in Tennessee. Tennessee now getting the ball back with about 10 minutes, 9-10 minutes left to play. Let us welcome in Mark Grody. Like us, Mark is on the couch and not on the field today, uh, but certainly has been all over the, the Bears players, coaches, covering the beat all week long and has the actives and inactives for us. Mark, I've already told uh, our listeners that Jalen Johnson is out, have not really looked at the rest of the list yet. So uh, tell us who's in, who's out, and, and what it looks like. Yeah, um, right. And it, it definitely bears repeating that Jalen Johnson is out. I had thought that they were going to at least give it a shot with Jalen Johnson based on the fact that he, he did participate, albeit in a very limited capacity, in practice this week, I thought that that was a good sign that he may give it a go. But Jalen Johnson is out along with, as we already know, and I know you said this, Hub, but Buster Screen, Darnell Mooney out. You knew that Roquan Smith would be out. The others are Latavia Simmons, Daniel McCullers, and Travis Gibson. So now we turn to the guys that are active because that becomes a, a more interesting proposition. Manti Teo is active. He was recently elevated from the practice squad to the real roster. He will be in uniform. It doesn't guarantee any playing time, but Manti Teo will be available to play football for the Bears today. Um, it also means that a guy that you and I, Hub, have wondered about all year long, and every time his name comes up, we wonder why he hasn't participated more. But yes, Riley Ridley is active again today because Darnell Moody is out. 
Um, so those are just a couple of the, the significant names as, as well um, that are going to be on this roster that haven't played a whole heck of a lot. And another name, too, just for the heck of it, and I don't expect that he's going to be a big part of anything that the Bears are doing, but they did elevate a defensive back by the name of Marquis Christian as well, and he has been activated for this game today as well. You know, Grody, um, last week the Bears had to be aggressive on for fourth down uh, going against Aaron Rodgers, just expecting uh, them to score touchdowns, and he couldn't just kick field goals. They knew they needed touchdowns. They didn't get them eventually. But do you expect to see the same thing today? Yes, and I think even more, Olin. I mean, I asked the question to Mitchell Trubisky earlier this week. I said, you know, basically complimented them, saying, hey, you guys were pretty good on fourth down. You went for it a lot, were successful a lot until the one deadly fourth and one on which they were not successful and changed the whole course of the game. I said, hey, you guys have to go for it even more. And, and Mitchell Trubisky was like, yeah, probably um, go for it more. And not just that, not just going for it on fourth down, but also more downfield shots. And, you know, the, they, the Bears need a good game plan, but they also need to at least give the impression that they have the ability to go downfield. So even if they're not successful, I think they need to take some shots more than the one they took against the Packers, which incidentally was to Darnell Mooney. So, I mean, there there is some risk-taking, some uncomfortable spots that the Bears might have to put themselves in a little bit out of the norm if they want to come out on top in this game. Well, you mentioned Darnell Moody and trying to get some, uh, you know, some some deep shots. Who's going to be the guy to go to, and then who is maybe going to take Darnell's Moody's spot? Will they keep Miller kind of in the same role and, and roll somebody else out there? Or what, what, what do you see it's going to look like? so interesting because I talked to – I did an interview for the, the BBM pregame show one-on-one with Anthony Miller, and I was kind of asking him, hey, where you been? You know, like, what, what's been going on? And he said that since they – as he put it, since they changed the scheme of the offense, he's been kind of forced and told that he's going to be taking a, a lesser role and he's had to do what he has to do. So, you know, and, you know, whether or not that is really more just a case of Darnell Moody outplaying him or if they, if they just, if the Bears game plan was, you know what, we are going to go to Darnell Moody and you're going to have to take a back seat, Anthony Miller. So does he automatically jump into that role of Darnell Moody? Has he been targeted and practiced enough in that capacity to even be effective at this point? And I know he's played a lot and he's been out there plenty over the last three years. So we're not talking about some inexperienced rookie, but he just hasn't been featured much. He's been, I look back at the last five games of Anthony Miller and the most he's been targeted in any game was five times. So, you know, he just, there's a little bit of dust and rust maybe on Anthony Miller and he's going to, but he's going to have to play a bigger role today. I mean, he, he is, he is, to me, without a doubt, the second most important wide receiver the Bears have today, this side of Allen Robinson. And then you start to talk about some of, of, the, of the other guys. Riley Ridley may have a player to design for him. Um, and who oh, Javon Wims, it's possible. But that's, that's not always a great target for Mitchell Trubisky. So it's got to be Miller or nothing, I think, in terms of your number two guy. Mark, unfortunately, I've got to let you go a little early today because we've got the shortened pregame with Bulls basketball coming up uh, in about 25 minutes. But as we go, uh, Saints and actives, no surprises. We knew Trey Hendrickson was out. Uh, Ken Crawley, a cornerback, offensive lineman, Derek Kelly, 
defensive lineman Malcolm Roach, running back Ty Montgomery, and wide receiver Jawan Johnson. So the only significant inactive is Trey Hendrickson. Other than that, the Saints as healthy as they've been. Before I let you go, Olin had asked me a question a few minutes ago. I want to make sure I didn't miss something. Uh, Bobby Massey remains on IR, does he not? I, I didn't see a roster move uh, where he had been activated. I have not. Yeah, as far as I, unless I missed something literally in the last uh, two minutes while we've been talking, Bobby Massey is still on injured reserve. Okay, that's what I expected. Just wanted to make sure I didn't mess that up. Listen, man, thank you so much as always. Hopefully we get to do this again next week. We'll see what happens. Enjoy the football game. That is Mark Grody, uh, normally on the field and part of the call with our buddies Jeff Joniak and Tom Thera at our sister station, WBBM News Radio 780, 105.9 on your FM dial. You can get over there for the call, the hometown call of the Bears Saints game. If you do, just make sure you get right back to 670 to score as soon as you hear the final gun. We've got our prop swap post-game show with Patrick Manley and myself for two hours, and we will then hand it off to Anthony Heron and Olin Krutz for the post-post-game show for another 90 minutes of Bears talk. So the only place to do Chicago Bears football in town today is right here at 670 The Score, and we are going to be back to get a pick from Olin Krutz, from Patrick Manley, from Dan Pompey, and myself on this game. That is coming up next right here at 670 The Score. This is Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, Chicago Sports Station. That's like a bit, bittersweet type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Um, obviously, uh, my goal wasn't to go 8-8. Eight and eight. Obviously, the goal wasn't to lose and do this and do that and have to rely on another team to help us get to where we wanted to be. Um, but we're in the position uh, to do some things now, and um, they let us in, and it's, oh man, it's going to be fun. We've got to make the most of this opportunity. That's all I can keep saying. You know We've got to mo- make the most of this opportunity. Will Mack speaking with us on, I'm trying to remember not if that was Thursday or Friday, but talking about the uh, getting ready for this game, getting into this game. It was actually Thursday when we spoke to Khalil. Uh, and uh, he sounds like he will be ready. We're sure that the entire Chicago Bears team will be ready. We are now ready for our fourth partner. Dan Pompey joins us every week here on the Bet River Sportsbook pregame show. Of course, Dan is a regular here at The Score. You can also read him at theathletic.com and follow him on Twitter at Dan Pompey. And Dan, uh, hope all is well with you. It has been an impressive weekend of football so far with 5.25 to play. Ravens up 17-13 on the Titans. Three very competitive games yesterday. Uh, I, I, for one, was not thrilled about the addition of the extra wild card teams. Uh, worried a little bit about what it would do to the quality of the playoffs. But so far, been one of the better wild card weekends that we've seen in a while. Yeah, it's been fun so far. Still obviously have the end of this Ravens Titans game to go and two more games later today, including the bears. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been interesting. You know, we haven't seen, uh, any shocking upsets. I don't think, I don't think the Rams over the Seahawks was shocking, but it was an upset for sure. Um, uh, we'll, we'll see if that changes going forward, but I think, uh, I think so far there's very little to complain about. Dan, we got this big game coming up between the Bears and the Saints, and I, I want to get your perspective on Drew Brees. You always do a nice job of writing, you know, your writings about players and things like that. But let's say the Bears win and his career is over and he decides to retire. 
What are your thoughts on his career and, and, and what he's done for the NFL and what he means to the NFL? Well, you know, I, I think uh, obviously the statistics will tell you that he's one of the very best quarterbacks of all time. Um, you know, he's got a Super Bowl victory. I think beyond that, he really kind of uh, helped rescue a, a franchise uh, at a very difficult time after he came over from the Chargers and, you know, he was kind of on the ropes in his career. You know, he had a bad shoulder injury and um, he, uh, they drafted his replacement and Philip Rivers and a lot of people thought he might have been done and, and really never might have been the quarterback that some hoped he could be. Uh, but he went in there and, uh, you know, Katrina hit and, and uh, he was able to, uh, I think, uh, restore hope in the franchise, in, in the people of New Orleans and Louisiana, and uh, really lift an area. And um, I think he's uh, stood for all the right things in his time there and done all the right things and, and been a great leader and a great representative of the National Football League. All right, Dan, so now the easy question. How do you see Mr. Trubisky's career? Hall <laughs> 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 of Fame. Now, now for the easy one, Dan. <laughs> what, you, how much, what does this game mean, Dan, to Mitch? You know, just the fact that, that he statistically he hasn't been good against good football teams. And, I, and obviously they're shorthanded today and, you know, if the game goes the way most people expect, it's not all on Mitch. But what do you think you have to see from him today if by any means his his career will continue in Chicago? Well, I mean, Olin, you, you hit it. The expectations are not high for him or for the Bears in this game. They're 10-point underdogs. I think, you know, if, if he does something good, if he, if he even gets the Bears into the game and he's able to make some big throws and he's able to uh, keep them alive, well into the fourth quarter, you'll almost have a, a feel for him like you did Taylor Heineke last night, you know, where everyone was was kind of uh, impressed with, with what he was able to do in the circumstances. So, um, you know, I, I don't know that uh, this game is going to, to change the course of Mitch's career. Uh, I think it, it, it's likely it's going to probably continue on the course that it's been on. Um, I think, um, you know, the people in Chicago feel like they've got a pretty good feel for, for what he is at this point. Um, but, you know, I, I guess there is always an opportunity uh, for him to change the narrative. Dan, we've been kicking this around, breaking it down for the last two and a half plus hours, and Olin and Patrick and I, I think, have pretty much agreed that at least a couple of the main keys, if not the two main keys, are, are Mitch is going to have to contribute with his legs as well as his arm. And defensively, they got to have one of their best days of the season rushing the passer. Those two things could make this a football game. Uh, I'm curious uh, what you see as, as kind of the key matchups or, or the keys for the Bears uh, being as competitive as these first four games have been. Yeah, I think not only Mitch with his legs, but I think Montgomery is, is big in this game. Um, you know, the, the Saints are one in three when a running back goes for 75 yards or more against them this year. So, you know, that, that has been an indicator that, that they struggle in that situation. And I think, uh, you know, the Bears have to continue to use Montgomery the way they've used him in this last uh, quarter or so of the season, give him a lot of work and, and count on that offensive line to carry the day, especially uh, with Mooney out. You know, they're going to have one less weapon 
uh, to throw to. And, um, yeah, the, the pass rush, I, I, I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously it would make a big difference. But the Bears, even all they did was hit Breeze two times in the previous meeting. So I don't know what's different or why there should be a lot of uh, encouragement about the Bears being able to get to him. I think uh, I'll be surprised if they're able to get to him. And, uh, you know, I think uh, obviously uh, if they can't get to him, it's going to put some stress on those replacement uh, secondary players who are in there. Yeah, and speaking of replacement players, and we were talking earlier about the, the missing Roquan Smith, obviously, and Darnell Mooney. Which one of those two players is is a bigger loss for the Bears today, do you think? Well, you know, I think Roquan is their defensive MVP this year, so I, I would I would go with him, especially against the team, you know, Kamara, Rush, or had, I think, total yards, 863 the first time these two teams played. So, um, you know, What's he going to have without Roquan? I mean, it's, uh, I think uh, it's a huge loss. Mooney obviously has been a big contributor, but I think, um, you know, they're going to have to depend on, there's a lot of other people they could depend on to replace his production, uh, including Anthony Miller, who's going to have to step up. But beyond him, you know, they're going to have to obviously uh, lean on Allen Robinson the way they have and maybe get some more tight end production. Uh, some more Montgomery production, maybe Cordero Patterson. Uh, who knows? Uh, it'll be interesting to see uh, if, if they involve Javon Wims in the game plan after what happened last time against this team. Hey, Dan, you know, games like this, if you pull, uh, you know, the upset that no one thinks you can do, you obviously need great leadership and great performances. Who's the one, guys on, the one guy on offense and on defense you think would have to put their unit on their back for the Bears to pull this out? Well, I think, um, you know, defensively, uh, I, I, would, I would probably go with Akeem Hicks as a guy who I think could make a, a huge impact. Um, the, the, the reason, you know, Hicks to me is always such an important player, especially in a big game like this, is because he enables others to make plays. And, uh, you know, by, by drawing attention, by collapsing the pocket, um, and uh, he, he's, he's just so good at, at, at creating disruption that others benefit from. And, uh, you know, if he has one of those Akeem Hicks games, you know, I think you could see Mack with a couple sacks. You could see Robert Quinn come to life. Um, you know, you could see guys like Nichols and Urban uh, have good games. And, of course, you know, when, when that happens, then you have maybe opportunities for interceptions and you have uh, deflected balls and takeaways and that kind of thing. And uh, offensively, you know, I'll go with Montgomery as the guy who, you know, I think what the Bears need to do is, is put it in his hands so it's not in Breeze's hands as much, not in Kamara's hands. You know, if they can um, control the clock like they tried to last week, you know, I mean, they actually did a good job. I thought they had the right idea against the Packers, and, and, it, and it worked. Uh, but you know, it, it just wasn't enough to over. You couldn't you couldn't keep uh, uh, pace with with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers offense, and you know that, that's going to be a challenge again today. But I think it's your only hope. Guys, one of the things that, that really surprised me preparing for this game, I just didn't realize that. It, and the Saints are really good. We all know that, and the weapons are tremendous on both sides of the ball. But in fact, they've only played three teams all year long with winning records. Uh, they beat the Bucks twice. They lost to the Packers and Chiefs. 
The only 500 team they played was the Chicago Bears. Uh, everybody else, nine losing teams. Uh, Bears at least have played a much tougher schedule with games two against the Packers and, of course, the Saints, the Rams, the Colts, the Titans, et cetera, et cetera. But with all that said, the Bears 10-point underdogs. It is pick time as we get ready to head to Chicago Bulls basketball. Olin, you have let us off all year long, so we'll let you go first. What do you think happens? <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm going to go with a change-up. I, I picked the Rams to beat the Bears. And they they lost that one, and I just felt terrible. So I've been picking the Bears ever since. But that's led to a three and six record for the Chicago Bears. So I'm gonna go against, you know, what I've been doing, and I'm gonna say the Saints are probably gonna win today, and hopefully that curses them like I've cursed the Bears. <laughs> no, it's your I fault. Like to take it. it's fault. I'll take the fall, Dan. I'll take it. That's called All leadership. Right. Piccolo, consider me for the piccolo, please. Dan, you are up next. What do you think happens down in New Orleans? Well, you know, I, I mean, uh, it's hard to envision a scenario in which uh, the Bears are able to uh, overcome the Saints down there. I think, you know, there's a lot of matchups that favor the Saints. And, you know, I mean, for the Bears to win, the game could be in the hands of guys like Anthony Miller, Josh Woods, uh, Kendall Vildor, and Duke Shelley. I mean, uh, it's tough. I mean, obviously the Saints are without one of their key players, too, in Trey Hendrickson. But um, the Bears, this is one of the, the only games all year where you really look at them and say injuries could really hurt them. And uh, even if they were healthy, they'd be a long shot. Um, I think, you know, for the Bears to have a shot at this one, they're going to need some uh, kind of freaky plays that, that uh, uh, you know, the ball bounces their way. They, they come up with some big uh, turnover special teams plays, whatever it may be that, that kind of uh, are – maybe not in the, in the norm of, of what you expect in a, foot, a Bears football game. So uh, I've got the Saints winning this one 30-23. All righty, Patrick. Yeah, Dan, I, I agree with everything you said there. And it's just it's the Saints team, They just to me, they have too much firepower with everybody getting healthier. Like Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Drew Brees is getting healthier, going against our defense. And you named the, the names you named that I don't want to say them again because I don't want to jinx them. They just – They've been giving this defense trouble, so I just think it's too much on the Saints' side. And their defense is playing well, so I have the the final score being 29-23, but I don't think it's going to be that close. I think that's late points by the Bears to get to that. All righty, guys. Listen, the Saints are obviously a really good football team. They're also obviously a better team than the Bears. I would love to be able to pick the hometown team, but uh, there's a reason they are 10-point underdogs. I do expect the Bears to show up. I think it should be a good football game. But I've got this one, Saints 34, Bears 27. And I am really hoping that all four of us are wrong because not only would that make Bears Nation happy, but that means we'd have another Bet River Sportsbook pregame show next week. While we wait to see if that will happen or not, want to thank everybody for making today happen. Outstanding lineup of guests, as always. Jermon Bushrod in the Where Are They Now segment. Of course, Mark Grody here, Dan Pompey, not really a guest, one of our co-host Adam Stadzinski studs outstanding job behind the glass producing engineering for Patrick and Owen I want to remind everybody post game immediately following the final gun it's the prop swap post game show right here at 670 the score with Patrick and I taking your calls for a couple hours and we will then hand it off to Anthony Heron and Owen Kreutz who will have the post post game show so a ton more Bears talk coming right now Go well, enjoy Bulls basketball for about 45 minutes or so, and then after that, it's going to be Go Bears. 
Have a great afternoon, everybody. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.